Yes, folks, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Pitch here. I'm Martin. I'm Phil, of course, don't have my co-host, Martin, <laughs> right after this night's game. Um, Martin, disappointing performance. The, the, the key thing is you need to through. If you need to go on to win the competition, yeah. nobody will remember this game. Uh, they're through. Look, we're probably being a bit spoiled. This is, what, 14 games now unbeaten. Um, yes, you're expecting now you needed to win games routinely. But for me, some of the things that concerned me in that performance was the drop-off in quality. Now, what do I say in slight defense? If you looked at everybody that's come back, nobody's come back 100%. Right? Nobody's come back with the same intensity. And for many of those players, that was their first game back in a long, long time. But there is still a noticeable drop-off in quality, Martin. And that is something that we'll have to get addressed. What was your take on this game? It was shocking, mate. It was it was brutal. That was tough to watch. Not gonna lie, it's probably you know probably Fernandez's worst worst game in United shirt. But still, what I liked about it is the work rate was fantastic from him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're, you're in the hat, aren't you? You, you? you know, you're in the hat for the semi final. And I guess uh, you know, without wanting to sound too hyper, hypocritical, because you know we've been big on the performances. It's not just about getting the results. We you know we, uh, if you just want the results, then just don't watch the game and look in at the end of the game, right? We, we've been on record as saying that. So yeah. we want to see more. Yes, maybe a bit spoiled, maybe getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves. We, we've seen how good we were against Sheffield United. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of players there. Diogo Dalo, Juan Mata, Jesse Lingard, uh, Eric Bailly, uh, Igalo, uh, who's Igalo's mm-hmm. had a few minutes. But for the most part, there's, there's, there's a, uh, Sergio Romero who... I wouldn't say it was at fault for the goal, but sure, done a hell of a lot better. I think if I think if if, if that gets past the head, the head gets belt uh, gets pelters for that. Um, but it's it's half a team there that hasn't kicked a ball competitively, whatever that means right now. Um, yeah, I, I guess you just got to be happy when we, we scrape through because I wouldn't want to go get I put on Twitter there. I wouldn't want to go penalties against Tim Cruel. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Yeah, exactly. uh, but Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Lingard, one matter. Man, it's um, I say, are we being overcritical because they've not kicked the ball properly? Um, but they were poor, weren't they? You, you just can't see a future for either of them, and you and you do worry that that drop off when when they when they rotate that much. But what makes me laugh also, Phil, is you you can't win sometimes because you had to rotate the team. Yeah, you 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 had you had to play again on Tuesday, uh, and when you're fighting on all fronts, and, and you know if they cup special to United. You know, not that it's not special to anybody else, but it is a special tournament for United, special trophy to win. So you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't a little bit. If you start with everybody, um, you know, if you start with your so-called first choice team and things aren't going well, then where do you go from there? Then you're forced to keep those players on anyway. If you start with the so-called weakened team and then have to bring your players on, then you get pelters for having to bring your players on and not get done. So... You know, I guess let's just be happy that we're in the we're in the we're in the semi final. Uh, you know, I guess we can be pleased at that. A lovely finish from Igalo, and um, mm, exactly just quite exquisite ball from exquisite ball from Pogba. Uh-huh. By the way, to set up that uh, to set up the winner. So we had a lot yeah. to digest there. Sorry, mate. It was a lot, bit long winded, but um, no, 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 no. Yeah, listen, let's be happy. With, we're, let's be let's be happy. We're in the hat, right? That's the point. The, the, key, the key thing is you're three, right? We're three. We didn't play well. Thankfully, it wasn't a league game. Thankfully, yes, you're quite right. Shoscar has to rotate, Martin. But here's the things. This is one of the things. If, if you need it, don't get Sancho this summer, which I'm starting to doubt. Um, I'm starting to really have my doubts that that's going to happen. You don't, you, you don't um, like you don't like the noises coming from social media. No, no, no. And, and I understand he has to tamper expectations a bit. I, I get mm-hmm. it. But you're talking about a man a couple of months ago was talking about 
someone that was going to take advantage of the financial uh, impact in this pandemic to now someone saying, wait a minute. He sounds like yeah. someone to me that's been told there'll be no moves made. Do we know where we're going to be next season, whether we're going to be in the Champions League or not? Okay, that's not I, I, that applies to all football clubs, Martin. But here's the thing. This is a day after Liverpool have won the league. Now, when it comes to United fans, United fans are hurting. But let's take a look at the last few years, for example. So everyone is expecting, well, not expecting, but hoping that United are going to respond in a transfer market this summer by making a, by making a statement, by going out and bringing in the likes of Jadon Sancho and saying, we're not happy. First of all, I absolutely detest this top four stuff because it's ruined football. It's ruined massive clubs. It's ruined so many clubs who now set that as a goal as some type of target. People now want time for more than they want the FA Cup. Right? This is ridiculous. That shouldn't be rewarded like that. And I really wish they could find a solution to where just because you finish the top four, you get rewarded with Champions League. I hate it, right? Because it's a business goal. But anyway, when you look at this, this Liverpool League win's been on the cards for a while. They almost pulled it off under Brendan, Brendan Rodgers, right? And when you look at this Liverpool League win, Martin, and you look at the European Cup win, and you look at the European Cup final before that, there's nothing that they've accomplished that they have that United couldn't have had. They, could, they don't have better, better spend than par, right? The only reason why Liverpool are doing this and why United aren't is down to mismanagement. That is all, right? Because Liverpool recruited better, because they got a better manager, because they had a better strategy, and they, everything they've given, Klopp United have given their managers, but because we have idiots running this football club who can't get out of their own way, this is why United are in this mess. M- Mourinho finished second. Where have United gone since then? Look where Liverpool finished that season. Right? Liverpool have blown past United. So here we are in a situation, uh, and, and I, I don't take this wrong way, but with Solskjaer, look, the, the, at best, we have stumbled upon a solution. At best, right? Because don't tell me that Solskjaer was a result of a thought out, drawn out process of this is exactly what we need to move this football club forward. He was a stopgap to come in, and then he started winning, and now all of a sudden, that's the strategy. Right, And so we are hoping beyond hope that a guy who's never won a trophy in his professional career as a manager that's worth talking about is going to turn this massive football club around and compete with Liverpool and Man City next season. We are hoping that that's going to happen. And I, I, this is the solution that maybe will work, maybe won't. Then I, I still find it hard to believe, Martin, we're going to see a Solskjaer that will win the Premier League. I, I, I don't, that is a massive accomplishment if he ever did that. I still can't talk about Solskjaer as one of the top managers in the world, right? That is a massive jump between rating United and getting them a top four team to then finishing above Klopp and finishing above Guardiola. Hold on a second. Because he's never done anything like that before. Both City and Liverpool have world-class managers at the helm, right? I also have my concerns that the Glazers don't spend a penny they don't have to spend. If United win, let's say they win the rest of their games between now and this season. What does that say to the Glazers? Maybe we don't need to go out and spend big this summer. Maybe, we have, maybe we're good enough with what we've got. Maybe we'll cut corners. Because any time United have made progress, they haven't responded in the summer by bringing in players to continue that progress. They've almost convinced themselves. When, when Ferguson left, they convinced themselves that squad is better than what it was. Made a mess of that summer, right? Oh, we won the league by 20 points or something. We don't need to spend. Well, they were wrong. And they've got it wrong every single year. And I have serious doubts that Solskjaer 
if he gets, if he, he could be a victim of his own success. If he never start winning, winning, winning games, finishing the top four, will they lose that sense of urgency to support him in the summer? The one thing we can't be sure of, Solskjaer will be hurting just like United fans will. But his comments today, Martin, that's a concern. I know he has to temper expectations, but that sounds like a guy that's been told two things. A, we don't know how much we've got to spend, um, but, a, but, but regardless, don't be expecting £100 million signings. And B, so much of it is contingent upon where we finish in the Champions League. Well, I think you, you think you've missed one out there as well, the, the Paul Pogba factor. Mm. I mean, we 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 were we were saying for some time that you know before all this hit, uh, the, the, the possibility that any money that was going to be available to spend was contingent on money coming in from Paul Pogba, mm. as it was with Harry Maguire and Romelu Lukaku. No coincidence to me that that Harry Maguire saga rumbled on as long as it mm. did, and then. You know, the, the fees almost cancelled each other out once yeah. Lukaku got, right? So, look, I, I, history history tells us to wise up a little bit here, doesn't it? And, mm-hmm. and, expect, and, and expect these kind of things to come. Um, in terms of Solskjaer, you know, I, I think I think what you're trying to say, and I think before people misunderstand, is we've got all the time in the world for Solskjaer. He's doing a fantastic mm-hmm. job. What he's done and how he's improved the players at his disposal and the players he's brought in, the players he's, 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 he's knocked out of the squad, he's done a wonderful job. At this point, by saying he's not a world-class manager, by saying that you have a hard time believing he can win a Premier League, he's by no means a knock on Oi Solskjaer at this mm-hmm. point in his career. It's absolute fact. The fact is Jurgen Klopp is a fantastic manager. The fact is Pep Guardiola is a fantastic manager. Now, his ego might get in the way a little bit here, and he should, you know, Guardiola-wise, and, and just quickly on that, this is this is the most piss poor defense of a title from, any, from a team in a long, long time. So I don't know why Pep Guardiola's getting some kind of free pass here. He's lost eight games, right, in defense of a title. So Solskjaer's got a long way to go, and he's he's been he's been thrown in like you say. It's it's by chance, you know. I want to say by chance because I I don't think I don't think that gives gives Solskjaer the credit he deserves. But as far as the recruitment process, it is by chance that this has happened and that this is going as well as it is. Um, you, you're you're spot on there with. I I don't know what to expect with if you, you again you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't if you do well oh we don't need those signings if you don't do well oh, we're not got Champions League mm-hmm. we can't afford those signings so there is still just like everything else going on in the world and everything else going on with sport and, and life in general there is so much uncertainty and, and and I don't know where I don't know where this will go you just it's hard to believe isn't it I mean it's hard to believe that this this board wouldn't back what's going on at the club right now it, it is Social has turned it around, and I think you tweeted it out the other day. Might have been yesterday. Might have been today. City won a couple of titles there. Mm-hmm. Hasn't forced United into anything. Liverpool winning a title is that going to force them into something? The trophies that have been won, so Liverpool winning European Cup hasn't forced hasn't forced the board to react. Mourinho in his second place didn't force the board to react and kick on and, and go further. It almost took, caused them to to pull back a little bit. You know, um, you, you've got to hope. You, you've got to hope that, that this is the incentive and this is the, the, the nudge required now to, to really force them to kick on here. Because, like you say, and, and I said to you on the phone yesterday, then one thing that gives me hope is that we have got Solskjaer right now, 
and it will be killing him at least mm-hmm. to watch Liverpool celebrating that league title. Well, now it won't be hurting Glazers enough, of course. But the thing I'm saying, Martin, um, but, but sorry, man, you caught it on me about that. But um, yeah, go ahead. So think about this for a second, right? So you're sacking Mourinho, and at that point, you decide we need a manager and a strategy we're going to adhere to. We're going to have someone we thought out and we have a reason behind this decision. So what you can't do, and no one at Manchester United that I know that makes football decisions is even capable of evaluating the manager properly, what you can't do is turn around and look at what Solskjaer has done and say, he's the answer, right? So his body of work didn't get him the job. Let's be honest about it. What got him the job was he was a coach there, he was a legend and he was a stat guy. And this is why I get concerned, Mark. It's a cheap option. It was an it was an option that would appe- it was would somewhat appease the fans because you bring in a legend yeah. in. But this is why I get concerned. Because there's no commitment to what Solskjaer's doing. As long as he keeps winning, that'll do. Right? Because you know let's just say we've heard, oh, no more Galacticos. Right? Okay. Well, once again, United have lost out on a young signing to the same club. So if you're going to adhere to a new strategy of bringing in young, talented players, can you at least sign them? Erling Haaland went to Borussia Dortmund. How did United not get Erling Haaland? Solskjaer gave him his debut with any other football club, Martin. Any other football club, he'd be nailed on to sign for the manager who gave him his debut. You can't convince Erling Haaland to come to Manchester United when, you, when the manager that, that, that runs this football club give him his debut? Jude Bellingham? Mm-hmm. I want you to think for a second, if Jude Bellingham played for a second the ways in German team and Bayern Munich wanted him, do you think a Premier League club would get him over that? Absolutely no chance. It would never happen. No. So, no okay, so we're not signing Galacticos anymore. We're going to sign young, talented players. Well, we can't even do that, right? Now, I had Harry Redknapp on the show two weeks ago. We asked about Jude Bellingham, a man who gave, who, who, who had Bellingham at Birmingham, told me, said to me, listen, he's going to be a £100 million player two years, Right? So here we are again, okay? We've now decided to have a new strategy of signing young players to play a game like today, right? That's where you need a Jude Bellingham, right? And Borussia Dortmund cannot make Jude Bellingham or Erling Haaland any more promises than what United can. If you play well, you you get in the team. That's the only promise they can make you. It's the only promise anyone can make you. If you don't play well, you don't play. Simple as that. No one is guaranteed a first-team place anywhere. Jude Bellingham isn't even guaranteed that at Birmingham if he stops playing well. So... This idea that, oh, they're going to make all these promises. Think about it from Bellingham's perspective. He has to go to another country, learn another language, take much more risks than what he would have to go up the road to Manchester. Right? I mean, the kid's in Birmingham, right? So how are you missing out on these players? This, what, 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 is, what, is, this, what is your recruitment team doing? They're failing in their basic objective. And if you cannot send good, talented young players and you're not going to send quality players, the only players you needed to sign are players they have no competition for. Right? The only reason why with Jadon Sancho they're getting a free run at Jadon Sancho is because there's no one else in for him. The only reason why they got Harry Maguire because no one else was in for him. Bruno Fernandes, same situation, no one else in for him. Daniel James, well, I think they have competition from, from Leeds, right? And this is always the case. It's players that they don't have any competition for. They drag these sagas out, and then they end up paying what they would have paid. Bruno Fernandes, if he had been signed six months <laughs> ago, right? We'd be talking about a whole different situation right now. Right? So totally well, we, unacceptable, Martin. You, you, signed, you signed Bruno Fernandes when, we, when you should have signed Bruno Fernandes. We're, we're, we're probably not even talking about a top four finish right now. 
you know, we're, we're, we're probably, we're probably above Leicester as it is. So yeah, there's, there's massive, massive question marks. And you know, you've got to look at the manager as well. And you've got to say, you know, are they asking the same questions that, that are obvious about a manager of not being a world-class manager? Um, well, potentially that's got something to do, but yeah, as you said, when the narrative changed to we want to sign the best, you know, you want to get back to signing the best young talent, the best mm-hmm. young English talent around. Well, it's there. Why, why are we missing out on them? Yeah. If you're going to make, if you're going to make those statements, you better have a, a retort. You better have your answers ready. You're already lined up, ready to go. Is why we're we missing out on these because it's not for want of paying the money. Cause mm-hmm. you're not paying silly money and keep putting people on silly wages. So, uh, you know, there's two players at that football club that have no business being at any top football club, right? And that is not just Pereira. I'd, I'd, I'd argue there's more than two. Oh, of course. No, no, no. But I'm talking about in that particular... So, Jesse Lingard... Look, Jesse, Ling, Jesse Lingard... Uh, look, I'm not going to... I'm, I'm not going to put the boot in anymore. All right? Yeah. It's a player that desperately... It's a, a player I've got a, a tremendous amount of respect for because mm-hmm. he's another one that, that, that does a lot in the community. There's a lot... I don't think it's for lack of work rate, you know. A great just need to he need desperately, desperately needs a junior. And and here's where I'll put mm-hmm. some on social today. That would have been an ideal opportunity to have Gomez, Chong, Garner. Gomez isn't in the club anymore. You've got, nine, you've got nine sub you've got nine subs. Gomez isn't even at the you club know. anymore. <laughs> he didn't sign his new contract, so his contract's already contract, expired. Yeah. So Chong, yeah, it's it's it's. T Chong has done nothing to earn a start for Manchester United. Nothing. But he's, but at least he's young. But mate, <laughs> yeah, I can find you a, a, a young kid a, anywhere. A Ghana, then a, a, a Ghana. You know, uh, I don't know. It's good to see Fosu Mensa on the bench, I suppose. <laughs> but I mean, okay, but mate, even Fosu Mensa, right? I mean, Fosu Mensa couldn't get in a Fulham team. That was getting relegated. They were disastrous. Right? I mean, when has Fusumans has shown anything that deserves this? This is these are the players you can't have at a football club that has designs on winning the title. If you ended up going to well, reach the level of Liverpool, these players can't be here. Well, we've seen it. We've seen. It. We've seen. We've seen the drop off today. You saw it. I mean, the the. the the difference in those fringe players and those those players that you can bring in for them get for these type of games. Mm-hmm. One, one matters. One matters past it. One, you know, I, I hate to say. I mean, one, one matter's been a great servant. He looked like he's running in quicksand, and I know you don't need to be quick in that position, but you've got to have a little bit about you. And it's it's, it's harder for those players that of an older age to pick up after breaks like this. They need continuous football, right? Um, but yeah, Pereira, the Pereira is the the yeah, no one guards. It's it's no. There's you've got to get extremely fortunate and. and Liverpool have been very, very fortunate. On top of how, how great they've been, I say through gritted teeth, they've stayed primarily pretty healthy. Um, it's not usually the way to, to fight on all fronts, to fight on all fronts and, and, have, you know, and go deep in competitions and win Premier Leagues or, or there or thereabouts. And so you need squads, you know, and you're, and you're seeing that United squad. Look, it's getting better, but there's there's a big big drop off, uh, and still needs serious investment to be able to maintain the standard and, and, and elevate the standard and get closer to, to a serious Premier League title challenge and, and uh, multiple t- trophies and challenging on all fronts. That there's there's got to be investment, but it can't be just 
investment for the sake of investment. It's, it, it, well, if you're going to miss out on these top top talent here, that man, it's they'll never learn their lesson. They, they've clearly not learned the lesson so far. They, they're only going to go further behind. Well, let me put it like this, Martin. First of all, Igalo has done exceptionally well. He's never let this football club down, and Brilliant. and his finish today was a good finish. Um, it, it was a Brilliant. difficult finish, right? He took it very well. He's never let the club down. But let's be honest: in the long term, he wouldn't be there had he never have sent Holland, right? These are players that Solskjaer has identified and want. The reason why they're not here isn't anything to do with the manager, right? So Solskjaer has a hard enough job, Martin, trying to catch City and Liverpool. But when you're denying them players like Holland and, and Ballingham, neither of whom cost a particular fortune, right? Who are telling me at this football club, makes that job even harder. So even if you are a Jurgen Klopp at Manchester United, that's an extremely difficult job because yeah. you've got people above you that quite frankly, are making football decisions, should not be making football decisions, right? And it's great they've got everything right off the field, right? That's wonderful that they're doing that and they've recognized their importance in the community and all that, right? But I'd also like to see some, some competence on the pitch. The Bruno Fernandes thing, even if he doesn't get signed in the summer, he should have been signed 1st of January, right? But again, it's dragged out right to the very end. If you need to end up losing top four because of three points, there's your three points, right? Yeah. It's an absolute disgrace. Well, it's the same. It's the same with the Maguire one. Same Maguire. It took all summer, all summer long. So it's, it's the old red hair and it's the smoking mirrors there. So it it, it it detracts you from the fact that nobody else is being brought in. And then dead, deadline day, or a couple of weeks before deadline day, oh, is, is a big sign, and we finally got over. And oh, hang on a second. How are you it? letting Ander Herrera go, Fellaini go, all these midfielders go, oh. and you don't have a single player lined up? Hi. That's, that's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. This is the part that concerns me, right? And so we have been sitting waiting for competence on that side of the business, the business, the football club, for a long, long time. So I don't expect that the hurt from Liverpool will prompt the Glazers to spend because they don't, they, they don't have the same emotional investment. We want silver, they want yeah. gold, okay? That's yeah. the difference. We want silver, they want gold. They don't care. What Liverpool, they're probably one of the first ones to call FSG and congratulate them. I, I guarantee it. They don't care. Mm -hmm. So you and I hurt because we have an emotional investment in Manchester United winning football, football games and winning trophies. They have an emotional investment in profit. That's it. Right? And whatever way it's spun by the football club, that is a hard fact. And it's indefensible and that's why they don't do interviews. That's why they think that you're not worth an interview and it's why they won't talk to you. All right? The owners of this football club not only will not do an interview, but talking to them, I agree, said, son, talking to them is like Beetlejuice. Have a wee man on the, on the show today. Young Sorry, Brandon Williams, kid. This is young Brandon Williams. All right, all right, kid. Strong in his t-shirt. His Captain Marvel t-shirt on his Robo shirt. Say hi to everybody. Hi, hi son. All right, all right, mate. All right, get out. All right, okay, I'll be in in a few minutes, okay? <laughs> Love you too, man. Class, we appearance are for oh, Young Wallwork Jr. Sorry about that. Class, appearance are for Young Wallwork Jr. Oh, that is magic. Um, but uh, anyway, mate, it's just, just oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not it's, it's, because it's, of what happened with Liverpool, obviously, but I want to see Sulz well, be back. Yeah, but I think, I think the frustrating part is that this is as close as we've been. And not not to the top of the table. It's as close as we've been to resembling a squad and a squad that's going somewhere, that's got youth about it, that's got a future, that's 
that, that, that gives you optimism for, and now it's just, now it just needs that extra injection now of support and backing from the board where the, the, the next two or three moves are absolutely vital and, and really could define what happens for, not for the next couple of years, but could define what happens in a similar period to when Sir Alex has left to, to the point we're at right now. We don't get these next couple, these next couple right. And we've seen it. Look, we, we've been hypercritical of Paul Pogba, not for, not for the ability, but for everything, but his ability, the lack, the, the lack of consistency. You see, he makes the game look easy at times. If you can get a happy Paul Pogba there playing with the Bruno Fernandes and, and, the, and, and a couple more pieces around him, they're not that far away. They're not that far well, away. But the wrong couple of moves, then how long does Bruno Fernandes, how long does, that, how long does he stick around? Let me how ask you this. Before, before the next, you know. Let me ask you this. When was the last time anyone at this football club got recruitment, right? I'm going to answer the question partly for you. The reason why United were so successful was because of the decisions that were made before they came. Right, Alex Ferguson was the reason why United were successful. It had nothing to do with Alex Ferguson being here, right? And his decisions made by his team, right, were the reason why United were successful. So they had nothing to do with Ferguson coming, right? But the real test has been okay. Now that this legend is gone, let's see how you can run this football club. And they have been a disaster, catastrophic from yeah. every single decision that they've made, because. It's a football club, Martin, that um, doesn't, these people that are running this football club just will not accept that they don't know what they're doing. We, we are being told there's a panel of experts on transfers. Who? Why can't we even know who they are? Why aren't we here? Because Why are people getting exist. away with this? Yeah, they don't exist. They yeah, don't exactly. Patrice Everson, <laughs> Woodward, the director of football. What? How is that? When did he become a director of football? I mean, he's, a, he's an investment banker. It's an insult to the sport. Yeah. And you can't win titles doing this type of stuff, Martin. You can't. You know, no, so... No, no, no. It, it, it's, one, it's one thing. It, 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 it's, it's, it's Arsenal. It, it's Arsenal mentality. It's an NFL it, mentality, Martin. It's, yes, yes. Right? It's true. an NFL mentality. Profit, mm, yeah, that's very profit, true. profit. Top four. Yeah, why, do you think, why, that, why do you think? Why do you think their NFL franchise just signed yeah. Tom Brady? Yeah, and Gronkowski. Exactly. Exactly. So profit, anyway, profit, profit. Uh, we'll be back again with another show yeah. later on in a week. Uh, thanks, folks. For hey, but we're in the hey, but we're in the hat for the semi-final. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Listen, look, yeah, couple the, the, to end it on the positives. Positives are we're in yeah. FA Cup semi-final, right? We would have yeah. been dreaming of having these arguments. I remember when United went to play yeah. Norwich earlier in the league. And I felt that if Solskjaer lost that game, I would have been the final nail in his coffin. I, re- I, think I, re- I, think, I think I remember the show. And mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. Your words were exactly that. With uh, a deep fear yeah. that that they, could have been the end. They were on a draft for a run. They went and they actually played quite well. And they hit Norwich for yeah. four or five, I think. I can't remember. But they played well, right? So I have no doubt if that was a league game, we'd have won this game, right? Uh, FA Cup, they rotated. Some players just aren't up to it. And it's not, it's not easy to be fair to come in having not played for months. So it's not all negative. And I'm excited about Mason Greenwood. Uh, there's other players in that United team I'm really excited about. I'm happy to see Dallow back. He didn't play well, but I'm happy to see him back. Um, he wasn't and, terrible. He wasn't great. No, it, was about what you would ex- it was about what you would expect from a yeah. player who's been out for so long. Very, very excited about seeing Mason Greenwood. Igalo is just someone that always brings a smile to my face because he used to, you, you were saying it earlier. It's just great to see someone who genuinely has a fan of the club, who loves the club, yeah. scoring. And, and, and to be fair, the guy has never it, let us down. Did, did, did whatever it... 
did whatever it took to get uh, that transfer done himself. Well, By the way, with, without without him compromising and without him pushing the envelope on that, that deal probably wouldn't have got over the line either. Well, yeah, and let's be honest, Morton, it's a goal return I wish we had have seen from Falcao, right? So um, <laughs> just because it's the not Falcao, you know, the guest came in, done exceptionally well. And, yeah. and so Bruno is obviously a massive plus. Um, he had such such quality in midfield. He does give the ball away a lot, but he's constantly trying to create something. And I'm okay with him being, having courageous passes because um, Norwich sat in against United. They sat really, really deep, and it's, there's no space. So it's this is, this is where individual quality really, really matters. And so in a game when you're rotating, where you're dropping off quality, you can see that. So yeah, yeah. Um, and Everton only went and beat them one nil as well. You saw Martial's confidence on the back of that hat trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looked lively. He looked like he wanted. He looked like he wanted it a little bit more, and that's what I've been critical of him for. You know, just just the hunger and desire. But so, yeah, there, there's positives there. It's not all negative. Look, it's a frustration. The, you know, just just the the whole Liverpool thing, and and you know we're hurting. We just want the club to hurt just as bad as we're hurting, and take that next step because it, again, uh, this is this is the positive for me and the negative is that this cl- this, this squad is finally going somewhere. Don't let us down now. Well, back him. Do not let us down. Do not blow this opportunity to kick on and make a real go of this and make a proper effort at this because mm-hmm. the, the the core is there and it's a young core of players. It, it, again, absolutely. History tells me otherwise, and I have no confidence it will get done. But if it was, if these next couple of signings are done right, there is there is real possibilities of and squad becoming becoming something special. I would love to see Ollie be successful. I, mean, I wasn't criticizing oh. him. I'm just saying that his body of no, work no, didn't, you, didn't you, give you right. confidence. You that, that, right. The people above him didn't pick him because of a. It's of so a difficult strategy. to win a Premier League. But the, there's there's, the, a re- there's a reason so few teams have won a Premier League. It's the, very, very difficult to do. The last thing I want to say on this is if you ever get confused again about who United's biggest rivals are, City or Liverpool, just remember how you felt <laughs> when City won the league and then remember how you felt when Liverpool won it. And, and what I'm going to say on this finally, Martin, because I and many other United fans have been gracious in defeat. They've turned around and acknowledged that Liverpool were a better team. They've had an exceptional coach and they've done well. Okay, They deserve to take them. Not once in the 13 titles that I've watched United win have I ever seen a commemoration or a recommendation or even a compliment from Liverpool Liverpool fans. They never they, they moaned at hard web, was a cheat. They, they slandered that man. They slandered Ferguson, saying he got all sorts of decisions from the FA, the referees, they had David Gill slandered, the league was corrupt. Anything but stay the obvious. Anything, right? But what I will not do is I will not genuflect and I will not sit here and pretend it's blasphemy to say Liverpool are special, aren't special. They, they are not. Listen, you're a scruff. You support Liverpool. If you watch Liverpool on TV from Ireland or anywhere else in the world, you're not special because you support them. All right? You're just another scruff football fan, just like me, just like you, just like everybody else. You're not special. Okay? And just because you sing, you'll never walk alone, you're not special. Just because you hold a, a, a scarf over your head, you're not special. And just because somebody happens to mention the litany of crimes that your support base have committed, right? You're not special, okay? It's not blasphemy to, to, to say these things. These things happen, okay? So I'm not going to and dig into a lot of them because I'm not going to use people's, there's, there's, there's trust that's being committed. I'm not going to use people's lives to keep score or, or to, to score points. But hey, Go back in their history, 
okay? Manchester United fans are not angels either. No support base are. But don't sit here and tell me that the entire football world needs to get on one knee and genuflect or whatever. Pull fans, get fuck with that. Man, I'm not having that. Well, and a couple of things. It doesn't mean more. Of course That's, it doesn't. Quit that. Them. Quit that. It means more. No, it doesn't. Quit with the... This city it is more than it, it's the home of football. It's just, yeah, the home of football. This, this is what all this city is, all this is bullshit. Now, you say Manchester isn't, you say other cities aren't. That drives me insane. They are, they are offended by everything and ashamed of absolutely nothing. That's where I'll leave it. Oh, um, we all love football and none of us are special. None of us are better than anyone else. Uh, so uh, I have the humility to say that we're a fantastic football team. Um, yep. No question about that, but that's where it ends. Folks, thanks for all your downloads, likes, retweets, and everything. We much appreciate it. And, uh, we'll be back again after the game in midweek. So, all the best. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Cheers, yeah. Bye. Cheers folks. Bye.